A familiar wind whooshed trees back and forth outside, creaking even the house, and the sun had pretty much gone into hiding. Carter could hardly say it had been a wasted day. He remembered what relationships were all about, and then wondered if he even missed them. Of course he did, he thought. It had been over a year. He certainly wanted to have a relationship, even with all the riders associated with one. Having discovered a game of backgammon on the bookshelf in the bedroom, Carter grabbed it and asked Brenda if she knew how to play. Brenda admitted liking the game probably more than Carter, but he was having none of that. He used to play the game every Sunday as a family event growing up, and this continued even into adulthood. Brenda did love the game, and played often, but could not compete with Carter's story. Carter and Brenda sat Indian-style on the bed, and they rolled dice and moved chips. However, Carter's expertise became apparent early on, sweeping as many games of backgammon as Brenda had with darts. Carter noticed that Brenda's enthusiasm for the game diminished considerably from her first roll of the dice. After the third game, he folded the board shut and then asked her what she wanted to do. Let's just talk, she suggested. I really enjoy talking to you, learning about each other, and I love hearing the sound of your voice. Say something to me. Well, said Carter sheepishly, what is it that you'd like me to say? I don't know, she said. Just talk. Say anything. Anything at all. I just love your voice. It's so... so sexy, I guess. Carter giggled, changing a couple of shades of red in the meantime. Tell me about that near-death experience that you had. What about that lady you saw and said something to you? What was it again? Carter put his arms out in front of him, as if he were leading an orchestra, and slowly, softly answered, Welcome, son. Did she say anything more about what business of yours was unfinished? She tried to, said Carter, but everything became muddled as I was receiving the news that I was not there to stay. Do you think that when she said, Son, that she was implying she was your mother? I don't know. It's not likely, but it's certainly bizarre and worth my effort to find out. Keep my eyes and ears open. That's pretty much what she was trying to tell me to do. Isn't there an easier way to find out? Brenda asked. Carter felt like he was taking Brenda's lessons about following signs and running with them. Now he seemed to be leaning towards Reggie's approach. But this school of thought was really becoming part of Carter now. There's several ways to do things, he began. Being on the spiritual level, answering a spiritual message with spiritual proof, seems to be the best way for me to go. Especially since my parents are the only ones who knew the truth, and they're no longer around. I'm an only child. Following science is my spiritual form of investigating my dilemma, don't you think? Of course, said Brenda, looking at Carter sideways, unsure of his transformation. Don't get me wrong, I really admire what you're doing. I'm actually anxious to find your answer, too. I'd like to share this experience with you, and perhaps I could help. Just one thought about a more conventional approach. What about asking people back home? Friends? Neighbors? I'm sure that if there are people who know the answers... They would not disrespect my parents by blabbing the details. Besides, I wouldn't put them in that dilemma, said Carter.